Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 41. Those who pay close attention to the poor are truly happy. The Lord rescues them during troubling times. The Lord protects them and keeps them alive. They are widely regarded throughout the land as happy people. You won't hand them over to the will of their enemies. The Lord will strengthen them when they are lying in bed sick. You will completely transform the place where they lie ill. But me? I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal me because I have sinned against you. My enemies speak maliciously about me. When will he die and his name disappear? Whenever they come to visit, they say nothing of value. Their hearts collect evil gossip. Once they leave, they tell it to everybody. All of those who hate me talk about me, whispering to each other, plotting evil against me. Some horrible thing has been poured into him. The next time he lies down, he won't get up. Even my good friend, the one I trusted, who shared my food, has kicked me with his heel, a betrayer. But you, Lord, please have mercy on me and lift me up so I can pay them back. Then I'll show you, then I'll know you are pleased with me, because my enemy won't be shouting in triumph over me. You support me in my integrity. You put me in your presence forever. Bless the Lord, the God of Israel, from forever to forever. Amen and amen. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 1 Samuel 24, verses 1 through 22. Even as Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, he was informed that David was in the Engedi wilderness. So Saul took 3,000 men selected from all Israel and went to look for David and his soldiers near the rocks of the wild goats. He came to the sheep pens beside the road where there was a cave. Saul went into the cave to use the restroom. Meanwhile, David and his soldiers were sitting in the very back of the cave. David's soldiers said to him, This is the day the Lord spoke of when he promised you, I will hand your enemy over to you, and you can do to him whatever you think best. So David snuck up and cut off a corner of Saul's robe. But immediately David felt horrible that he had cut off a corner of Saul's robe. The Lord forbid, he told his men, that I should do anything like that to my master the Lord's anointed, or lift my hand against him, because he's the Lord's anointed. So David held his soldiers in check by what he said, and he wouldn't allow them to attack Saul. Saul then left the cave and went on his way. Then David also went out of the cave and yelled after Saul, My master, the king! Saul looked back, and David bowed low out of respect, nose to the ground. David said to Saul, Why do you listen when people say David wants to ruin you? Look, today your own eyes have seen the Lord handed you over to me in that cave. But I refused to kill you. I spared you, saying, I won't lift a hand against my master because he is the Lord's anointed. Look here, my protector. See the corner of your robe in my hand? I cut off the corner of your robe but didn't kill you. So now, know now that I am not guilty of wrongdoing or rebellion. I haven't wronged you, but you are hunting me down, trying to kill me. May the Lord judge between me and you. May the Lord take vengeance on you for me, but I won't lift a hand against you. As the old proverb goes, evil deeds come from evil doers, but I won't lift a hand against you. So who is Israel's king coming after? Who are you chasing? A dead dog? 
a single flea, may the Lord be the judge and decide between you and me. May he see what has happened, argue my case, and vindicate me, vindicate me against you. As soon as David finished saying all this to Saul, Saul said, David, my son, is that your voice? Then he broke down in tears, telling David, you are more righteous than I am because you have treated me generously, but I have treated you terribly. Today, you've told me the good you have done for me, how the Lord handed me over to you, but how you didn't kill me. When someone finds an enemy, do they send the enemy away in peace? May the Lord repay you with good for what you have done for me today. Now even I know that you will definitely become king, and Israel's kingdom will flourish in your hands. Because of that, make a solemn pledge to me by the Lord that you won't kill off my descendants after I'm gone, and that you won't destroy my name from my family lineage. David made a solemn promise to Saul. Then Saul went back home, but David and his soldiers went up to the fortress. Today's New Testament reading comes from Acts 13, verses 44 through 52. On the next Sabbath, almost everyone in the city gathered to hear the Lord's word. When the Jews saw the crowds, they were overcome with jealousy. They argued against what Paul was saying by slandering him. Speaking courageously, Paul and Barnabas said, We had to speak God's word to you first. Since you reject it and show that you are unworthy to receive eternal life, we will turn to the Gentiles. This is what the Lord commanded us. I have made you a light for the Gentiles, so that you could bring salvation to the end of the earth. When the Gentiles heard this, they rejoiced and honored the Lord's word. Everyone who was appointed for eternal life believed, and the Lord's word was broadcast throughout the entire region. However, the Jews provoked the prominent women among the Gentile God-worshippers, as well as the city's leaders. They instigated others to harass Paul and Barnabas and threw them out of their district. Paul and Barnabas shook the dust off from their feet and went to the Iconium. Because of the abundant presence of the Holy Spirit in their lives, the disciples were overflowing with happiness. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 9, verses 1 through 12. As Jesus walked along, he saw a man who was blind from birth. Jesus' disciples asked, Rabbi, who sinned so that he was born blind, this man or his parents? Jesus answered, Neither he nor his parents. This happened so that God's mighty works might be displayed in him. While it's daytime, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. After he said this, he spit on the ground, made mud with the saliva, and smeared the mud on the man's eyes. Jesus said to them, Go. Said to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means sent. So the man went away and washed. When he returned, he could see. The man's neighbors and those who used to see him when he was a beggar said, Isn't this the man who used to sit and beg? Some said, it is, and others said, no, it's someone who looks like him. But the man said, yes, it's me. So they asked him, how are you now able to see? He answered, the man they called Jesus made mud, smeared it on my eyes, and said, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. So I went and washed, and then I could see. They asked, where is this man? He replied, I don't know.
captivator of a searching heart this Jesus how precious mender of a million shattered parts this Jesus relentless This Jesus, this Jesus, so wonderful, so beautiful, so kind and lovely, isn't he, isn't he, beyond compare? Treasure rich and rare, marvelous and holy, isn't he, isn't he? Giver of a grace that none could earn, this Jesus extravagant. Keeper of his promise and his word, such goodness, such faithfulness, oh, so wonderful, so beautiful, so kind and lovely, isn't he, isn't he? Beyond compare, treasure rich and rare, marvelous and holy, isn't he, isn't he? adored and you alone be glorified and praised and you alone be honored and adored and you alone be glorified and praised and you alone will reign forevermore and you alone are the name above all names yes you alone will reign forevermore and you alone are the name above all names so Wonderful, so beautiful, so kind and lovely, isn't he, isn't he, beyond compare, treasure rich and rare, marvelous and holy, isn't he, 
isn't he? Isn't he? Isn't he? Isn't he? Isn't he? The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified, He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit, wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace, and enable us to be peacemakers.
Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from Psalm 52. I will give thanks to you, God, forever, because you have acted. In the presence of your faithful people, I will hope in your name, because it's so good. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Isn't He This Jesus, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.